Hello and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug, I'm a nerd, and this is my vomit. Plenty on the vomitorium as, you know, we're just starting to break out of uh, quarantine slash isolation. I ended up getting furloughed for another month from the day job, so I have plenty of time to take in uh, everything that I talk about on Nerd Vomit and possibly, ooh, on the horizon, that uh, Christina will join me next week. Um, we're going to try to get kind of back into a rhythm now that uh, some of the spaces we record in are starting to open up or, you know, restrictions are starting to lift a little. So hopefully I'm going to be texting Christina later this week and uh, I'm going to see if she's uh, she wants to meet up and we can finally do like nerd vomit proper uh, next week. But for right now, once again, I am on my own for at least a week. Uh, and let's just get right into the... Let's just get right into the vomitorium, as I word vomit. Uh, Batwoman finale. Here's my big takeaways. Uh, Alice kills mouse, which I like that I have a note that just says dead mouse on my computer. Uh, and then Hush, who looked okay for the most part. I didn't find the, the like weird bandage helmet all that intimidating. Um, Hush being, originally when he uh, first appeared in the comics on the aforementioned Hush storyline by Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee. I was a huge fan of the, of, of the character, and uh, they the fact that they actually did everything in the comic that where, you know, Hush has gone insane. He cuts his face off, and then he gets Bruce, Way Bruce Wayne's face, uh, which happens in the comics as well, um, and that was kind of one of the big finale moments, is that Hush now looks like Bruce Wayne. Why is this a big deal? Well, one, this is the first time we've seen Bruce Wayne in the Arrowverse, that CWDC universe. Uh, and second, like, you know, you know he's going to reappear and try to, like, worm his way into, like, getting Batwoman out and becoming, like, you know, Alice's own Batman. I think is where the second season would go. That's where I would go with it. Uh, but the CW's not returning my emails. So, yeah, it's a big deal that, like, we've introduced Bruce Wayne slash half of Batman, so to speak, uh, into the Arrowverse. Uh, it was a big deal when Oliver Queen mentioned Bruce Wayne on an episode of Arrow, and it was like, oh, um, you know, Batman's part of the Arrowverse somehow. So we'll see, but I, I do like what they did with Hush. Uh, it was, it, he seemed like such a late arrival to the game, and I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, they've got, like, the Tommy Elliot Hush, and... You know, uh, it's kind of a weird secondary, even tertiary, you know, kind of character in the background for a lot of it. And then the last couple episodes of Batwoman, like, he just came up and I was like, oh, please be setting kind of like him up as like her Joker type as opposed to Alice. Because while the actress that does Alice is very good, um, it's that Wonderland, like, one beat kind of thing. And it's like, they never... They just dragged everything out with Alice, where you never get kind of the knockdown drag out first season usual finale, like of of her being able to, you know, stop Batwoman. Like she just goes, "Oh, I killed uh, Mouse, and now I've got Hush, and uh, that's it. Oh, the end." And you're like, "Okay." And like they had a full season; they didn't get you know cut off the legs by C nineteen like you know the Flash did. So you know, having that big moment with with Hush. Versus having a big moment with uh, Batwoman and Alice, it didn't. That part didn't make any sense to me. Speaking of things that totally made sense to me, uh, Jumanji: The Next Level, or as I call it, Tumanji. Uh, Doug, why are you calling it Tumanji? Isn't it the third Jumanji? Well, yes, because there's 
Jumanji, Numanji, and Tumanji, and then the next one I'll call Juman 3, or Jumanj 3. I'll work on that. I I know it's been out for a while. Um, I just, I finally got around to getting to it, and hysterical. I love the whole The Rock acting like Danny DeVito, and Kevin Hart acting like Danny Glover, and the whole, like, did I die and get reincarnated as a muscular Boy Scout uh, line from Kevin Hart, as well as, you know, uh, the Rock doing Danny DeVito going, who's Jumanji? Like, just cracked me up. I loved it. What a fun romp. Glad to see everyone back for that. Of course, the African-American character kind of uh, controlling, so to speak, Jack Black could have been problematic uh, the way he was acting, but I, you know, they pulled it off with, with subtlety and class. But yeah, I really liked it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. And if you haven't seen Welcome to the Jungle, recommend that. And if you really want to make yourself sad because Rob Williams is dead, you can go ahead and watch the first one. Uh, but the effects do not hold up on the first one at all. Story, yes. Like, visual effects? New, 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 Speaking of comedians, uh, Patton Oswalt's I Love Everything uh, appeared on Netflix. Patton Oswalt is one of my favorite comedians. And uh, a return to form. I know that his last special, Annihilation, was oof, heavy um, after his wife's passing, his first wife's passing away. Uh, you know, ate up about half of the stand-up and kind of, you know, tonal, you know, it, you know, very kind of uneven uh, in terms of, you know, tonally for, for a stand-up routine, stand-up special. But I'm not saying... Uh, that I'm, ha- I mean, I'm happy that he's happy. Um, I'm happy that, he, that he's emotionally grieved and he's moved on and he's on to bigger and better things. But to have like an entire special where it is about like he goes, you know, I found love after this traumatic moment and go towards love, and I found happiness in things I didn't know there was happiness in, or I don't take things for granted, or you know, I spend as much time with my family as I can because I know how precious this all is. Thus, I love everything is the name of the title, but it was kind of a return to form for a tonally uh, for Patton uh, Oswalt, and uh, once again, can't recommend his specials enough. If you ever want, uh, I believe it's called 222, uh, it's a two, well, it's two CD, I don't know, uh, I guess it'd be a two hour, or yeah, two hour and 22 minute MP3, if you were to get it, Um, fantastic uh, run at... um, uh, I can't remember the name of the club in, in Atlanta that he did that at. Um, but anyway, uh, Pat Oswalt's I Love Everything, once again, return to form of a, of, of a genius. This hasn't premiered yet, but uh, I have a note that says, S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, but without Season 6. Now, what that means is I'm actually so behind on binging TV shows, for reasons I'm going to get to later, uh, is that I still haven't seen S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, season 6, uh, where they're like scattered throughout time and space or something. I'm not quite sure. Uh, season 5 was all aliens and time travel. Uh, and then, I, I don't know what season 6 is all about, because obviously, <laughs> I haven't watched it. And its final season, season 7, is uh, starting this week. Um, and they're traveling to like the 1930s, I guess. So more time travel. I'm not sure what's happening. I'll probably wait till both seasons are done and then just binge. Um, like I said, I've kind of got another month of downtime from the day job, and I really need to start putting a dent in some of the like actual TV shows because I still haven't finished the the last season of Mr. Robot. Um, I mean, some of the stuff has been like 
you know, like I said, like since the last season ended, uh, and then the year between, and then now the new season. So it's been like, you know, year, year and a half for some of this. Speaking of, well, that's an old show, but a new show, Stargirl, uh, premiered on the DC Universe streaming app and uh, the following day on CW. It's all right. Um, I think it was built to be like family friendly on the DC Universe app and of course found a great home on the CW. Um, now that Batwoman's, you know, over, oh, and, um, you know, uh, Ruby Rose is leaving, um, Batwoman, she's the lead, she's Batwoman. Um, there were a lot of theories on, you know, suppositions, really, it was, you could tell that, like, she would hurt herself, I think she hurt herself on set, and was just, she didn't expect, like, the workload and the stunt work and she just wasn't, you know, it's like, kind of be careful what you wish for. Because she's like, I'm a lead on a TV show, and this is great, and it's about an out lesbian, blah, blah, blah. And it's, you know, fine. Um, but, you know, it's a lot of work doing a weekly show. Um, and she, you know, likes to do her own stunts. And I think that it just wasn't a good match by the, you know, kind of middle of it. And uh, so, not a whole lot to say on that. But uh, Stargirl, I think, was built to be a bit more family-friendly um, after kind of the R-rated in terms of violence and language, uh, Titans, Swamp Thing, um, and, well, Swamp Thing, not so, not so much on the violence, um, I think. Uh, but Doom Patrol, obviously, uh, just out of weirdness factor, but language as well. I think that Stargirl was built to be more family-friendly, as I've said, like, five times, and... I think it fits better on the CW than it does on their DC Universe app. Um, but then again, you know, let's diversify. Because, I mean, they do have the R-rated live-action stuff. And they do have the <laughs> very, um, you know, R-rated uh, um, Harley Quinn cartoon. Um, and then to have something where mom and dad or, you know, whoever, and, like, son, daughter, nephew, person, whatever, familial, familial connection person can just sit down and go, okay, no one's going to get, like, I, f you know, like, I fucked uh, uh, while someone else is screaming, you know, cocksucker uh, on the screen. Like, this is something we can all watch together. And it's kind of about the, the, the just, the, um, oh, what was the, not the um, Injustice League, uh, but it's basically the Justice Society of America's evil counterpart, which I can't remember off the top of my head what their name was, uh, they finally defeat the JSA, and this is kind of like the next generation, which is being kind of kickstarted by one of their sidekicks, who uh, was kind of like a snot-nosed kid, and uh, turns out he's a genius inventor. So, you know, there's that. That's some wish fulfillment. But anyway, um, I like it. I'm, I'm going to go with, you know, Deb and I's, uh, like, you know, five-episode rule, and kind of see where it goes. Um, based on the promo ads, I'm not a huge fan of what this new generation of the Justice Society look like. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm all claps about, you know, the diversity, uh, ethnically, uh, religiously, sexually on this new Justice Society, but just the, the actual costuming, uh, looks, um, not great. Um, like Black Lightning first season, not great. Uh, and lastly, uh, on the Vomitorium, uh, why I haven't been able to really get to these huge chunks of TV shows when you go, Doug, what do you do all day? I play Destiny 2. 
And you go, Doug, it's a video game. It's it's a finite game. No, it's not. One, it keeps going every like four months or something. They release like new seasons with like new gear and new quests. Um, and then this game is got so much going on that I literally have, and I'm looking at it right now, like on a post-it note, like a list of like, oh, I need to go here and go talk to that person. Because um, I can only track three side quests at a time. And I'm like, well, I need to write down like the other ones I'm trying to like kind of do it all at the same time. And I really want this one guy's like, you can refurbish uh, his gun. And it's the guy that Nathan Fillion voiced, Cade Six. And I want that gun just because I want Nathan Fillion's gun, goddammit. So I'm kind of running different side missions that uh, have concurrent um, uh, finish lines, so to speak. That I can kind of fill up two different progress bars with the same uh, side missions. Um, actually, much like I really liked with the game uh, Days Gone, where like if you go on a side mission, it would fill up different progressions on different parts of the story, and it's like, yeah, because it all ties together because there's a central main character. Um, so I've been playing nothing but Destiny. If there's a way for me to find out how many hours I put into Destiny, I want to know, but at the same time, I really don't want to know. So that's it. I'm actually going to record Damn after this, and then, of course, go play some Destiny. Uh, i got to go see a lady on a farm about a something. So, uh, from Nerd Vomit, I'm Doug. This has been Nerd Vomit. I'm a Doug, like I just said. Vomit, nerd, bye. And I'm out like a boner in sweatpants. If you like this, check out some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, No Applause, Just the Clap, and Black Falls. We can be found at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for The BACN on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Oh, yeah.